What's going on, Rain Bro? It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington, here at General Fitness Company Studio. It is Friday, November 20th, 2020. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that, but it sounded kind of awesome. Anyways, so yeah, it is Friday, as I said, and I am, you know what? <laughs> it was a beautiful day in the neighborhood, and I was feeling a little bit like, nah, I don't feel like doing anything. Although I did, I was still productive. I, I didn't do the podcast the way I wanted it to, wanted to, but at the same time, I'm kind of happy with what we're going to have here. This is one of my very favorite episodes, episode number 381. You're more than welcome to scroll on down and check out the original, but this is a somewhat edited version of the, uh, of the original. But uh, yeah, today in this episode, we're going to be talking about responsibility. We're going to be talking about being a victim because, you know, uh, this was actually around that time. Well, maybe it was a little bit after Jesse Smollett, but it was a time where I felt like there's a lot of people around me that were acting like victims, and I, I just I listened to the podcast, and I do remember that time, and I was like, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if they heard if they heard it, but um, life is better for a lot of them. So <laughs> maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but yeah, life life is good. So yeah, you can't be a victim because that's definitely not the way to go. At least not on purpose. We're all victims. You'll find out what I mean when you listen to the episode. Anyway, so this is episode number 499 of the TR Expert Talks. Monday, we got number 500. Can you believe that? Woo! 500. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, let's get it in. Enjoy. I will check you next week. Enjoy your weekend. And let's start the show. (laughs) Episode number 499. Stop being a victim. Let go! Okay, so uh, I wanted to talk about this because uh, this is definitely one of those things that I've been seeing on social media over the past couple of days and, you know, weeks in general. You know, I've seen people talking about they feel they, you know, they don't even know what day it is. and They've kind of lost their motivation. And I feel that because I kind of feel that I felt that today. I mean, I've been feeling pretty productive because I gave myself a little bit of a, a project with this app. So I kept myself pretty occupied. But now... <laughs> Now that the uh, the pod, uh, excuse me. Now that the now that the app is out, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm kind of like uh, okay, I'm chilling. So yeah, I wanted to talk about that today because you know it's it's interesting. You know, it's like if in the sense that like a lot of people want a better world, right? A lot of people want a better world, but they expect it from other people, right? I, I mean, I shouldn't say right, but. If you look around, a lot of people are looking for a better world because they're, they're looking f- for the solution for a better world from other people. Let's put it that way. 
and that's not that that's that's like the opposite of how it should be. It's kind of weird because like, and I talked about this uh, last week. You know, I was talking about how in the Great Gatsby times in the twenties and the forties as well, you know, people were tough. And, and I'm not saying people aren't tough now, but people were tough. They I hate to say this because it sounds like the, the typical conservative uh, rhetoric, rhetoric, but people pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and they really like put forth the effort to make their lives great. They didn't really rely on anybody else. They were strong, tough people that essentially just said, you know what, we're going to make this happen on our own. Like back then, uh, I was thinking about this because I was watching uh, movies from back in the day. You know, I think I talked about it the other day. I was watching movies from like the 30s and 40s and uh, and I noticed that the, the typical story of the of the character back then, which is pretty typical, pretty typical now, but you're starting to see a little bit of a change. But the typical character was your typical uh, protagonist. They had something that they they had some kind of adversity that befell them and they overcame it. Right? I mean, that's pretty much what it is. That's like what we see as your typical uh, hero. Nowadays, though, it's starting to change, and it's not like a good change. Like people are starting to glorify victims, and I hate to say like this victim culture because I know that's like a that's kind of like a buzzword for a lot of people, but it really is. And I I want to explain it. I want to explain it like this: like you see, say for instance, that guy. The reason why somebody like Jesse Smollett, if you remember him, the reason why someone like him exists is because. Like, he thought that it would be good, not because he's crazy, I mean, maybe he might be a little bit, but he thought that it would be good to be seen as a victim and say, oh, woe is is him, look what happened to him, we need to give him money, or we need to feel sorry for him, look at what he went through. And that's only half the story, you know, like that victim part, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying it's like, I'm not saying that victims are weak or whatnot, you know, like victims are victims, but the, the there's miss, the, there's a part missing to that. There's a part missing to that story nowadays. It's like we see these victims, but we don't see their perseverance. We don't see what happens to them the, on the other side. All we do is see the victim and then we just go after whatever happened to the victim, you know, or go after whoever or whatever uh, is the, is the cause of this, of this, implied victimhood so now ever nowadays because everybody is seeing this nowadays everybody's running around trying to be a victim you know like everybody's trying to be like oh woe is me look how terrible my life is look how terrible my circumstances are and look what's happening to me and look how uh the world is mistreating me and i get that like i said like there's nothing wrong with well i mean there's nothing wrong with victims let's put it that way that's going to there's always going to be victims in our lifetime we're always going to experience death you know everybody's going to be a victim of death we're all going to die we're all going to be victims of being uh, wherever however you look at it unfairly taxed right because we didn't have an income tax back uh, before the 1920s so we have like a lot of things and like, we can go on and on. You know, if you're a woman, you're a victim because like, you know, there's certain things that women are quote unquote not allowed to do. If you're black, you're a victim. If you're Arabic, you're a victim. If you're Asian, you're a victim. If you're European, you're a victim. Anything you can think of, any situation, you know, like you are a victim. So like the, the thing is that like 
great, you're a victim. Who cares? Well, okay, maybe some people care because obviously we do have to take care of our weak and our sick and the people that aren't that can't fend for themselves. But at the end of the day, if we have more victims and we have heroes, then we have a real problem in our in our life in our society. And not to mention the fact that like if you're teaching these victims that they can only be victims and they have no opportunity to rise above their current status or their current situation, well then you're stuck. You're stuck with a you're stuck with a culture. You're stuck with a society that's essentially looking for help. It's stuck, it's stuck with a society. It's stuck with people that are not strong enough to actually advance society as a whole. Now you don't want that. Like, yeah, great. You want to help out those people that aren't gonna, that aren't able to help themselves. But if you put everybody in that situation where everybody's trying to just get help, you know what I'm saying? Where everybody's just trying to find their best find the the easiest way out because i think that's really the what it is it's just like people are looking for the easy way out and people aren't looking for or discipline you know like i mean obviously discipline is hard but that's the whole point of life life is hard that is the inherent proper inherent property of life it's not meant to be easy if it was supposed to be easy well then you'd be able to get everything that you wanted in life and then you probably wouldn't wouldn't be happy you know, like I've talked about this before. The um, I can't remember. It was uh, it had to do something to do with the uh, Ep- Epicurean way of life. Ah, I remember what it was called. I knew it was called. The, it had an H. It's called the hedonistic machine. The hedonistic experiment. Hedonism. Yes, I knew it was something like that. Ah, that was killing me. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so yeah, these people that, uh, that were part of this hedonistic thought experiment essentially realized that having everything that you want in life is not exactly as, uh, as good as it's cracked up to be. Essentially what it is is that you're in this cycle of unhappiness where like, you get more and you want more. You keep getting more and you keep wanting more. Without having that disappointment or that uncertainty, you lose that certain aspect of life that actually makes our reality something that we actually perceive as an actual reality. Having a life where you're just blessed with everything doesn't really make you want to strive for anything else. Like if you are given everything, what is your incentive to strive for anything more than what you're given? And that's like the underlying philosophy or that's the underlying issue with like, I hate to go this route because this is not really a political uh, type of podcast. But sometimes on these Thursdays and Fridays, I like to get a little deep in the, in the, in the thought. But that's really the underlying issue with like socialistic uh, type of uh, uh, philosophies is that it's not that you shouldn't help people. It should, it's not that it's not even that you shouldn't help people that are that maybe just don't feel like doing it. Right. But it's when you have a mass scale of people that don't feel like doing it, which is inherently what's going to happen, right? You're going to have some people that are going to work harder than other people. You're going to have people that are just not as strong as others. And that's just the simple reality of the fact is not everybody has the same level of talent. Not everybody has the same level of drive. Not everybody has the same capabilities as a whole. So the thing is that like to try to give everybody the same thing, but expect different things from them is not really what's going to be something that helps everybody in the long run. You know, it's not going to be... If essentially, what's going to happen is that you're going to reward mediocrity, or mediocrity, and 
what's going to happen is that you're going to have a higher level of mediocrity and less of an incentive for people to want to actually be better than mediocre. You know, if you have all your needs met, then it's a little harder to incentivize people to try to have... I mean, I'm not saying that we should withhold needs from people, because that sounds pretty silly too. But what you should think about is trying to properly incentivize people so where that like, you have that you can have them go towards you know their their incentives or that you can have them try to set goals but at the same time those goals won't interfere with their uh uh their way of life like their goals shouldn't be to be able to eat daily you know unless well it shouldn't be i don't think it should be because at the end of the day like there are certain certain basic necessities basic principles of what we should all have as as rights but at the same time, we all have to have these responsibilities. You have to be a responsible human being if you expect that other people are going to help you as responsible human beings. You can't be some slob on the street or you can't be some person that stays up till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning and then wakes up at like 11 o'clock in the morning and then says like, all right, I'm ready to go ahead and conquer the world right? Like, well, maybe you can, maybe you do, maybe that's your schedule. But if that's like, if you're waking up at 11 and you're just chilling and like sitting there and staring at the, off into space and then you're not doing anything to help out like your, your, your family, your community or society as a whole, well, then you're, t- you're, you're putting at all of us at a disadvantage, not just yourself, not just the, the people around you, but all of us at a disadvantage because we have to, if we are living in this country that is a, uh, essentially a huge community, a huge neighborhood, then you're putting everybody at, at, at risk and at jeopardy because you aren't pulling your own weight. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, in the lo- <laughs> I kind of went on the long way on this one, but at the end of the day, what, what I'm saying here is just think about being better every day just being a little better every day that's really what it's all about it's not about comparing yourself to others although we do use comparison to kind of challenge ourselves beyond the heights that we would normally expect uh, expect for ourselves but it's not really like you trying to beat someone else uh someone else's version of themselves today like that's not what it's all about like you can use that for comparison but at the end of the day the best thing to do is to actually look at your life Look at what your potential is. Look what you've achieved and just try to achieve just a little bit more. <laughs> I set out to do that. I don't always achieve that, you know, but at the very minimum, I try to at least at least do what I did yesterday or do what I did the day before. I guess that's a better way to put it. I try to at least do what I did the day before in terms of impact, whether it be on my own life, on the lives of others, on the lives of my community, whatever it is. It's not about like you being, you being an island upon yourself. It's not about you, you know, being cool and having your friends around and like have being like a cool person with your friends. It's about being someone that is like actually affecting your community and is actually putting something out there that is valuable. Now, you might argue that your job is valuable, but what are you doing outside of your job? Because at the end of the day, like, your job is valuable, but it's mostly valuable to you because you're doing that job so you can make money, right? And you're making that money. Yeah, of course, it might be for your, for your family, might be for your community, uh, wherever, you're, wherever you are or whatnot. But for the most part, you take a job, you take that responsibility for yourself. So on top of that, what are you doing to make 
your whole you make your society around you better. That is what you should be considering in terms of what are you doing to create value. I mean, not only like I said to make your life your own life better, but to also try to see what you can do to make the community or I mean, hell, at the very minimum, you don't even have to go community. You could just make you know be like a good neighbor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, sweep your porch, sweep your front, your neighbor's front porch every once in a while, maybe, maybe like greet your neighbor when you when you walk out. You know what I'm saying? It's just like doesn't have to be crazy, like loaning loaning money to people that you don't know, or you know what I'm saying, or even like throwing twenty dollars to homeless people. It could be something just uh, just as simple as just greeting your neighbor, just like you know putting your shopping cart back where it's supposed to go oh my goodness that's one <laughs> that is definitely one uh, that, that that irks me he's like you see people that would just leave their cart right there in the middle of the daggone shopping mall or you see people that are just literally throwing their gloves and their masks in the in the grocery store parking lots like what is wrong with these people seriously so <laughs> but that's all in the line with like how much are you actually proud of what you do on a consistent basis? What are you doing to create value? What are you doing to actually create a little bit of pride in your own life? You know, outside of just being quote unquote happy, you know, because that's delusional. Like if you're just not doing anything, but you say you're happy, you're living, in a, delu- you're living a delusional life because at the end of the day, if you're not doing something to make not only yourself happy in the, t- in the t- moment in time, but also your, yourself happy in the future and the people around you happy in the future, then you're not really doing yourself a service and you're definitely not doing your community a service. And if, you can't do, if you're not doing your community a service, then I guarantee you, you're going to find it very, very difficult to get ahead in life. You're going to be fighting an uphill battle because you're going to be constantly trying to prove yourself to these people that all you got to do is just say hi to <laughs> and you really don't have to do much more than that so yeah, essentially what I'm saying here is just on those days that you don't feel like doing it just fucking do it anyway because you are a great human being no matter what people say about you because <laughs> at the end of the day we're all great human beings you know we just got to all find our purpose we got to find exact and I don't say in that I don't want to say in that woo woo type sense, but really you got to find your purpose by actually going out there and challenging yourself on a consistent basis to do a little bit more today than what you did yesterday. All right, so that does it for my Thursday. That was a very thoughtful Thursday episode for you today. I kind of got deep into it. <laughs> so look, uh, we got we as I said we have uh, some interviews coming up next week. Uh, they're late in the week though, so I'm not sure that we're gonna be able to put them out. It might we might be able to put it out uh, one out on Friday, but yeah, we're gonna be talking to a couple psychologists about what their uh, patients have been experiencing with uh, the the this whole pandemic or whatnot. You know, I really do like you know, psych- as you know, psychology is like my that was like my old stomping ground, so to speak. That was exactly what I did. Uh, when I, that was what I did when I first got out of college. I was a school psychologist. So I have a little soft spot in my heart for people that are studying or that are performing psychology. So we're going to talk to some, some official psychologists, not, people, not just people with psychology degrees, but actually people that are practicing psychology and therapy. And uh, we're going to see what they have to say about what's going on right now. But in the meantime, I really do hope that you share this podcast and maybe subscribe as well. And, you know, Leave a comment, leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening to this currently. All right, I'll check you soon, my friend. 
As I said, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a great one whenever you're listening. And as always, keep good company.